podcast for the first time coming off a grinding unanimous decision win at cage titan 61 is phil bambino osino what's up my man welcome to the show for the first time we've been chatting for over a year and uh finally on the show my man awesome to have you on thank you sir it's an honor to be here it's been uh a long time coming i remember seeing you on my day when i told you i'm gonna talk to you in the back and unfortunately i uh lost the decision on that one but uh we finally made it you definitely do but uh did my man uh three and three now um won three of your last four fights two finishes in them three wins my man but dude there's a lot to talk about but you know that win last week your career so far but also news today you won uh that combat fc uh most popular vote competition for the fighters in new england amateurs pros my guy you came out of the woodwork. I mean, I've seen, I've been seeing some fighters put it on there, vote for me, do this, do that. Uh, but I haven't seen Phil, man. Uh, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, Phil gets the gets the thousand bucks today, man. My man, did you have the whole Italian crew in Boston call up? What you know? Did did you, <laughs> did you think you were in the runnings? Uh, how'd this happen, my man? Yeah, I, I um I work in the labor's union, so I got a lot of support from them. Uh, my mom's my biggest fan, so she was posting religiously, uh, obviously friends at the gym, and just, I was just blown away as you, so when I actually got that, I was shocked and very humbled and grateful, so uh, lunches on me. Well, let me just tell you, my man, uh, second place was uh, Andrew Valdina, third place was a UFC veteran in um, Don Shanus, and you at 3-3 three and three as an amateur says a lot about you bro uh so congratulations on that my man um you know how do you celebrate would you say dinner's on me drinks around me how you do that yeah lunch and dinner's on me you know so uh let me know all right my man congratulations and uh i'm sure uh people will be jumping on that and uh once you know it's all around me i think they just the news came out today when did you actually find out today or did you know earlier um when i uh got home from work i leave my phone in my truck when i'm working and uh, as soon as I got in the truck to go home, I saw it. I was like, oh, snap. I, I actually fucking won. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was, like I said, I'm very humble and very grateful. But um, it's not even about winning that cash prize. Just the fact that people support me and uh, voted for me over, you know, two other great fighters, uh, Andrew Valdina and uh, Don Chanis. It, it, it means a lot to me. Well, that, not just Don Chanis and Andrew Valdina. You had Connor Matthews. You had... You had fighters all over the place that were entered in this, man. So that's a big accomplishment. Uh, before we get to that fight, um, less than a couple of weeks uh, past, let's get to this career, my man. Uh, you know, you started your career, I think, in uh, 2000, was it 2021? November 2021. Coming up on your, se your second year anniversary here, I do believe, man. Six fights in that. Grinding fights, a um, couple of decision losses there, man. How you feeling about that career overall up until this point? Um, yeah, it's it's hard to answer that because a couple of those decision losses with Kasky and the split with Danny Wahlberg, you know, I uh, was obviously upset about it. But you know what? I took it as a learning lesson because each loss and each win always has a lesson. But obviously, you learn more from the losses. So I just took those and... Uh, you know, went to the game plan and just and just got better overall as a fighter. So I, I think I needed to have that rough start to 
really motivate me instead of like having everything come easy and then when i do hit the big time stage and it all comes crashing down so i'm actually enjoying the way that my my journey is, is going well my friend uh you know came you know started your career you know owen too but taking on tough tough dudes there in decision losses come back uh with a big win and finish and then you go against another Huge prospect who's just coming off his own win on the same card. Yeah, and, uh, my boy Danny Jefferson. Yeah, Danny Jefferson. He mentioned you on our interview uh, last week, man. So uh, you guys uh, became friends, I would imagine, after that uh, that grinding uh, fight, right? Yeah, we became uh, friends also out of Broadway's uh, Tim Melvin and uh, Tyler Wolf. Become uh, very friendly with them, and I look forward to training with them. Excellent. Well, after that fight, man, uh, two wins in a row. Um Another finish in there, and this last fight against a, a veteran in there who takes on tough opponents in himself and Xavier Cardona. Man, let's talk about that fight. It's uh was your sixth fight for Cage Titans, all fights for Cage Titans. You know, anything change in there? What was the feeling in there? And what'd you feel about the, the overall fight uh, that night? I was actually surprised in uh, Cardona's game. Obviously, as you said, he's a tough dude. He comes out there, guns blazing, swinging, so... He started off a little bit like that, but more technical than I thought. Usually, from what I've watched in the cuts, every combination, wide left hook and wide right hook. Came up with a kick straight up the middle, and the right hand was like this. <laughs> and then I had to readjust, and then he tried grappling me, so I'm like, okay, what I've been working on, thanks to Danny Jefferson uh, that exploited that. So I felt real comfortable as soon as he grabbed me. Uh, I had to cut weight, and I knew I had the weight advantage. So we went to the cage, took him down, and I knew exactly he was going to go for that gay team because when he fought Brian Costco back in 2019, I believe, he got him with that gay team, and I knew that was coming. I worked on that defense, fight the hands, make sure you cross the body, get out of that, and uh, yeah, the victory. I do wish that I got the finish, but unfortunately I didn't. But I know my coach isn't going to like this because I've been like screaming his head up. That was a pro fight. I was allowed to throw elbows. And my biased opinion, I think it finished. Well, my man, uh, I did see uh, hear you say that in your post-fight uh, interview. And we will get into those elbows and when those elbows might be able to uh, jump into your game plan in the future. But uh, before we get to that point and what's going to be going on after, you know, uh, Cage Titan 61, how did you get into martial arts? Where did you uh, get your start? And were you, uh, you know, did you have martial arts? Growing up, uh, w w let's let's get to all that. It's a wild story. I never thought I'd be here, to be honest with you. I grew up as a football player, life up from third grade up until high school, and I had a couple of D three offers. Mo and I had a curry. My grades weren't that good, so before even going to those schools, I had to attend Bunker Hill just to get my GPA up. With that being said, first semester I was Bunker Hill, but uh, BU had a club team. Mount was like, yeah, go do that. And then come here second semester for spring ball. I'm like, all right, cool. So as I'm going to school, getting ready for BU uh, club team, um, I tore my knee. I was like, I, I can't play football anymore. So I thought, and uh, I had to do something. So I started boxing and I was just sitting out the gym. I did it mainly because, you know, I wanted to do something. I wanted to stay athletic, stay in shape. So I did that up until I was 22, till I was 27, just in and out the gym. I, I couldn't stay committed because I was in my own way, unfortunately. 
was my own worst enemy for a long, long time. And after that, I go, you know what? I, I want to I try something different. Let me do MMA. So I found Boston Combat Sports uh, 20, January 2020. And they said they had an MMA team, but you had to get invited. Secret. So I was going there for like a month. I was like, what's up with this MMA team, man? Someone's like, yeah, they really don't have it. It's just a couple of jujitsu guys that just get together and, you know, do strike. And I'm like, this isn't for me. Great gym, but just not what I'm looking for. Yep. So one of them was like, if you really want that good work, you go to sit your tongue in Somerville. I went there uh, March of 2020. Then all of a sudden, the world shut down. You know? And I just took it upon myself. They taught me within those couple of weeks. I just did it on my own in my backyard from shutdown until they started opening up a late August, early September. And I've been hitting it ever since. I haven't stopped. And I'm truly addicted to this. Now, when you actually, after COVID and you actually, you know, got to training consistently in there, who were the, like some of the big fighters that, because there's a lot of fighters that had left in there that, that time and, I think going to the UFC or, you know, other organizations who was in that camp, uh, actually as the big names and some of the bigger guys in the, the region, uh, that you, you know, you were around at that time. Well, when I first joined Peter Barrett, just won the contender series and he was getting ready for his UFC debut. And then that fell out because of COVID. So he was one of my main training partners. Or I guess I was just punching bag at that point because <laughs> I started off. And uh, Jay Perrin was there at the time. Chip the Surgeon was there doing his Muay Thai thing. And, yeah, those, those are the real uh, big three names. That were and Sean Lally, of course, to come by. Like you said, this has been yeah. yeah, those those are the big names that have been coming. Then you had a ton of, you know, the younger up-and-coming prospects and stuff like that. And at that point, you were just, you know, coming up in there, you know, getting your work. As far as, you know... From the time you stepped into that gym, by the time you had your debut MMA fight, uh, what was the time span in that? I want to say a little over a year. And a little over a year, you would go against uh, uh, a, a wrestler, uh, basically, in Jay Cassidy. Yeah, they went I mean, only 30 classes of jiu-jitsu. Yeah, like, I mean, and you went in there, it was a grind of a fight. I mean, you gave uh, Jake all he could handle. I mean, I think it was his uh, debut also. No, uh, it was his second oh, fight. His debut se- was against Dan Wall. Oh, that's right. Which I that's was right. actually there for that fight because I knew <laughs> I was going to be in that cage one day, and I knew just I wanted to get the whole vibe. Yep. And who would have thought that I'm watching the cage, I'm going to end up fighting. And, you know, he's another one that I have a good connection with. Talk here and there yep. on uh, Instagram. Whenever he's fighting, I show him support, and likewise with myself. And it, it's just kind of surreal. Yeah, I was his uh, second opponent. Excellent, my man. Well, that's a lot to take. Uh, I mean, you know, all you young guys going in there, it's a lot to take. Uh, you don't know what you're getting when you walk in there the first or second time, man. But, I mean, you've been producing, man. You're, you're a workhorse in there. Um, you know, you've been in danger and you've gotten out of it. You you haven't been finished in them losses. Um, you're always in it. Always dangerous, man. So congratulations on the grind, dude, for the, the short time you've been in this, man. Uh, it's been... It's, it's, it's huge success for you, bro. Congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, uh, so I, I think I was right with uh, this November coming will be a two-year two anniversary since you made your uh, amateur debut. Yes, sir. Now, you just had that fight uh, the 23rd of September. 
Um, you're three and three as uh, an amateur. I think you're around, you're coming in your late twenties, uh, a couple more years or so. Not even your, in your prime yet as an MMA fighter. You mentioned elbows. You mentioned finishing guys that if, uh, you know, you got to use some of those tools that you'll allow as a pro, you know, you, you'll have more success down the line. What's your timeline here? Uh, Cage Titans got a, a card in, ele- uh, in November. Are you looking to stay amateur, get, you know, another fight there, get on the rankings, and then, you know what I mean? You've been, <laughs> you've been looking for the rankings, bro, but, you know. I have, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, not I mean, to. I saw three of the kids on there. Yeah, exactly. I gave them all run for that money, so I'm like, not, but, you know, I respect it at all. Like, I'll never, like, bash, like, oh, I should be on there. It is what it is, his opinion, and it's just just a little extra healthy motivation for me to prove to not only to you guys, but to myself that I deserve that recognition. But to answer your question about what's my next move, I was going to go on the next card for November. Unfortunately, what I do for my day job, work's starting to pick up, and I took a week off for my fight week. I'm trying to get that money back. I'm taking uh, some OT, but I'll still be training. I'm still doing, like, supplementary stuff, but not enough for a fight camp, especially because, like, I'm doing, like, professional weight cut. The fact that I did it last time, smooth, healthy, I know once I do go pro, I'll be a legit 135 because this was a 140. I came in at 138, and I could have If you saw the pictures of me weighing, I was still healthy. I could have cut those last two pounds. And then I felt great, but, um, yeah. Yeah, so November 11th, unfortunately, won't be able to make that. But as far as my pro debut, I'm just going to have to keep working and uh, whenever my coach thinks it's time because I'm 29. My birthday is November 5th. I want to get the ground running whenever he uh, lets me off the leash. Well, my friend, you're going to be helping a lot of training partners, I would imagine, get ready for fights, you know, if if not November. Uh, other cards are around in November, so I'm sure you're going to be used and utilized in that gym, bro. So you're not going to get no rest uh, uh, as far as that. But, uh, man, congratulations on the job also. You mentioned uh, that you work for the Labor's Union, correct? Massachusetts? Yes, sir. Local Boston. 22. My uh, son, he works for the Labor Union in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Um, the nice. Sa- Sabatoni's there. And uh, so he's set, man. I know you got a great job there. And uh, it, that helps, man. When you're a struggling fighter on the way up, um, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to count on, uh, you know, sponsors and, you know, teaching lessons and all that other stuff, even though I'm sure you, you know, you, you know, you don't mind that stuff if it comes around for some extra money. But um, you seem like you're in great hands, my man. And uh, you got good things coming. I mean, you just want a grand. <laughs> yeah, and I'm probably going to end up spending on everybody because to be honest with you, I sound like a douche, but, you know, money's not really, not like an issue, but yeah. it's just, I don't look at it as like, oh, I need to, I, I like to give back whatever it's, you know, money, my time, knowledge. Because I feel like as human beings, that's what we help each other. So like you said earlier about helping out my teammates, yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting everyone ready to when they have their fights coming up. Excellent, man. Uh, a couple of more questions. As far as, like, uh, who, you know, helped you this last training camp? You said you had your, uh, you know, I guess you said your first professional weight cut. Um, who was who helping you along in this training camp? Because there, there's loads of people everywhere. Uh, who was giving you the best work? Gyms, cross-training, all that other stuff was going on. Well, as far as like the weight cuts, like when I did my first seven one, my debut, Peter Barrett wrote me out a whole sheet on like macros about how many calories I need to take, how many carbs, all that great stuff. And throughout my fight career, I've kind of fixed a little things here and there, and um, kind of perfected it as far as, and as far as like what I do for a day job. So I do a lot of intermittent fasting. So 
but it helps. But that final weight cut, my teammate uh, Jacob Calendar, he actually fought last July. He won as well. He helped me with that weight cut. It was it was smooth. I just put this. I put layers on, greased up, went for like a twenty minute walk, hit pads a little bit, the sauna, and just it came right off. Because once I'm dialed in, walk around like mid low sixties when I'm training like every day. So that 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 cut really. Worked. Especially the water loading, I feel like that's a huge thing. But yeah, I've, I I don't want to say I did it by myself. I did it by myself. <laughs> well, dude, you were learning to be a fighter by yourself during uh, COVID there, man. So uh, you're, you're resilient and you're, you're ambitious and you have drive, man. So you're getting it done. Um, you know, as far as your corners, who helps you in that? Like, who's your, I, you know, I know Andy, but uh, is there, you know, who else is in there at times? I, you probably got revolving doors, correct? As far as a second or third person in there? Well, as far as this last one, my, um, my teammate, Neil, he helped me with the grapple center. I, I don't have a grappling coach. Like, I, I go to a grappling gym, but unfortunately, every time I fight, they're not available. So I always have to supplement with someone else. So it's always been mainly Andy just giving me just total MMA, you know, corner advice. But this last one, he gave me the strike and it's just like the mental, like, just to stay in the fight. And Neil was there for, like, grappling situations. And then, um, yeah, that's really it. But this next one, be a show. I'm going to have a grappling call. Excellent, my man. I don't want to say who because I want to make it a surprise. I'm going right. to walk out. Excellent, my man. Well, a lot of surprises coming out. I, all right. So I, all right, another one. Like, here we go. Like, I'll just, it's seven more questions, my man. For all, all Cage Titans uh, events, uh, six, six events there. Are you looking to fight with Cage Titans again? Uh, you know, you mentioned that pro debut. Is that where you want to, uh, you know, want to be when, uh, you know, that, that next step is taken. Yes, sir. I, I love cage Titans. It, it just, it feels like home. Mike Povea has been nothing but good to me. Their media team. It's really because of their media team that, that I won that contest and I've never even fought for combat. Ever. The fact that I won it off them. It's kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, I, I would love to make my pro since I made my amateur debut there and they groomed a lot of fighters to go to the next level. Not to say that I wouldn't, Know, take a fight somewhere else yeah. if you know if it was a good offer good matchup all that made sense but as far as what i can see in the near future cage titans is where i'm gonna be excellent my man well last questions before last question before i let you give you a shout out social media other than uh your uh instagram that i got up here and uh you know thank yous all that other stuff uh 2024 is coming my man you mentioned you got to talk to those coaches and uh see what's next for you but uh what do we expect to see out of the Bambino in 2024 in that MMA cage? Just expect to see the growth continue. Every fight from my first one, last one, you saw the evolution. I turned from a striker to a grappler, and now I'm going to start really mixing all those in, and uh, hopefully 2024 we'll be able to start throwing these. Excellent, my man. Great interview, bro. Wonderful time. Actually talking to you, like I said in the beginning, we uh, conversated all through this about rankings, uh, you know, stuff behind the scenes. Uh, we've always stayed connected, and I always said we'd get, we'd get this word in, bro. I've just been waiting for your time, my man. I've been waiting for your time. Thank you. It's an honor, <laughs> truly. And you're there, man. With the last thing, my man, before I cling this on and on. Social media, thank yous, any sponsors, anything you want to say before I let you go. And uh, we'll talk, man. Uh, you know, I'll see you at the next Cage Titans at least if, uh, you know, just with some training partners and all that. So let it go, my man.
First off, I want to say thank you to my family because without them, I wouldn't be able to live the life that I live. I want to thank uh, my gym, Sityo Tong, my head coach, Andy Cote, through Mark Delagrati, and all the wonderful training partners there. And everyone out of the gym supported me on the journey as well. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And it's just only the beginning. Our sponsors, I don't have any, but if you're interested, I'm your man. Real them in, my man. Real them in, my man. Uh, 2024 is going to be big for you, bro. Uh, glad to see it, man. We'll definitely talk at uh, Cage Titans. Uh, if, sure. so if something brews up or the coaches start talking to you or something or you get that itch right after seeing some fights. But with that said. Oh, Phil I always have the itch. <laughs> I always have the itch. Hey, Phil, it's man. I have the time and availability to do the whole fight camps because I need an actual fight camp to really cut the weight and get down into the shape that I need to be the way that I need to. Definitely, man. You've been busy, man. You deserve some time off and uh, shopping things up and, uh, you know, just enjoying it from the outside a little bit. But with that said, man, we'll definitely get a talk in, uh, in a month or so. And uh, thanks again for coming on the show, man. Uh, glad, uh, you know, we hooked up. And congratulations on the win-win here, man, man, in the last couple of weeks. Thank you so much. We out. <laughs>